how are you liking Thankful Thursdays? I know it's a little bit different from the usual episodes and conversations that we have here, but I hope that they're encouraging you to make gratitude a daily practice or encouraging you wherever you're at in your thankfulness and gratitude practice and journey. Really quick before we get started, I wanted to see if you would take a minute, if you haven't already, to leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcast. These reviews help the show so much. It helps other moms connect with the show and find hope and encouragement. In what is truly a global community of moms in our pursuit of Jesus in the everyday moments in all seasons, moms all around the world listen to this show and it always blows my mind. One of the most recent reviews, I want to read it to you. It comes from Marissa. I hope I'm saying your name right. She says, your podcast is so relatable and fun with easy applications. And best of all, I don't feel like I'm being judged for not having it all figured out after three years in this motherhood journey. None of us have it figured out. Thank you for being this virtual friend with a Christ-centered heart. This is a judgment-free zone, okay? Like I said, none of us have it all figured out. I appreciate you so much, Marissa, for taking time to leave a review. If you want to leave a review for the show, if you leave your name, I would love to feature you here on the show and give you a shout out. It's so fun getting to hear from you. And like I said, it helps other moms find the show. So it's just like a win, 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 win for everybody all the way around. Don't ask me exactly how this works. There is an algorithm for podcasts, just like everything else. So your review, your written review on Apple Podcast means so much to me, and I appreciate it so, so much. So don't forget as we get started that there are journal prompts that go along with each of these episodes in this mini-series. I would love to send those to you. They're completely free. All you have to do is sign up below, put your email in, and then you can also choose what kind of content you want to hear more about. Like if you want to hear more about, I think the categories are rhythms, um, homeschool, because that's part of my life, uh, and then the podcast and things like that. You get to choose how you want to receive emails, what you want to receive content about. And if you only want the prompts, then you just type in your email. You don't have to choose any other categories. I'm never going to spam you ever. And I definitely don't want to send you unnecessary mail. So go get on the list if you want the prompts and they will be automatically sent to your inbox each week. You do not have to sign up more than once. So if you've already signed up, you're good to go. They're going to automatically be delivered to you. If you sign up today, you're going to get the emails for week one and a link to that podcast episode. So then they'll come in a weekly format like that. So hopefully I've explained that well enough. We are going to get into part three of our Thankful Thursday series. Let's dive in. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's gratitude will focus on our minds. You may have noticed that throughout the series, our gratitude hasn't been based on material things. And it's not wrong to thank God for our physical blessings, not at all. But I wanted to focus on deeper truths that are unchanging, like God's character for this series specifically, because seasons, circumstances, even our physical belongings, those things can all change. We can lose things, quote unquote, you know, in fact, like not all of us have the same things. Like I said, this podcast is being streamed all around the globe. And that's something that I'm so humbled by and thankful for. But we don't all live the same lifestyles. We don't all have the same things. And so I wanted to take this month of Thanksgiving 
to, yes, thank God for our things and the people in our lives, but to hopefully take a deeper look at gratitude and thank God for the things that will never change our identity in Him. Like we've talked about the purpose that we have as His child, as His daughter, the Holy Spirit, who is our helper. Those are all things that we should be thankful for and that we are thankful for that we can practice gratitude for. You know, when there are, and there have been seasons in my life where I'm like, God, I'd I really don't know what to be thankful for. I'm finding it hard to find something to be thankful for besides my house. And then I, those are my go-tos, the physical things that I can see, like a house, you know, clothes, food in the pantry, our cars that work, these types of things. But I've been challenged lately to even deeper than that, be thankful for the unchanging attributes of God and my identity in Him and all of the things that we have, all of the gifts that are eternal that we have and permanent and unchanging through the Holy Spirit. And it's just so crazy. Okay, so today we're going to focus on the peace of mind that we have in Christ. Now, this is something that is so close to my heart. If you've been here for any amount of time, you know that because in many seasons, I have been so cynical toward this idea of peace. I've struggled with anxiety and worry and depression and everything other than peace for as long as I can remember. Truly, I've told you this before. I've told you stories. So this is never going to be a place where I say, you know, trust God more or your lack of peace is a lack of faith. I don't know, first of all, that I believe that that's 100% true. I was talking with some girls in Bible study the other night, and we were talking in Philippians 4, I think it is. And he's talking about Paul. Hold on, let me get the actual verse. Okay, I should know this as someone who struggles with anxiety. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And there's a note in my study Bible at the bottom on verse 6, do not be anxious about anything. It says, although the same word is used in chapter 2, verse 20 of a loving concern for others, here it denotes an anxiety that's incompatible with trusting God. And we got to talking about like, what does that mean? You know, just because you struggle with anxiety, does that does that ultimately signify a lack of faith? Does it mean that our faith isn't strong enough? Does it mean we don't trust God? And I think in today's world and society and modern science, I guess you could say, I don't really know what it is, research, the study of the brain and the mind and how it works, there are so many factors that play into why someone feels anxious. And so during Bible study, I said, you know, I could just not have eaten enough. I could have, I could not be getting enough sleep. There are a lot of different reasons why I feel anxious. I don't know that anxiety is a, has a direct correlation for me personally to a lack of or stronger faith in God. I guess when it comes to certain situations and circumstances and trusting God versus worrying about circumstances and things like that, then yes, I could kind of see where that comes into play. But for me, the more that I've learned about anxiety, I even interviewed Lindsay uh, from Vital Side not too long ago on retraining your brain. And she talks a lot about how your body can be in fight or flight. And so there are things that subconsciously are keeping us and keeping our bodies in fight or flight. But there are also, like she talked about, her experience is uh, Lyme disease. There are people that deal with mold and things like that that are f- interfering with the way that we think and feel and believe about ourselves and the world that have absolutely nothing to do with our relationship with Christ for those of us who are Christians. And so I just think it's 
so interesting that, you know, we, we even talked about how you go to the doctor and they treat the symptom. I've talked about this before on the show, going to doctors and how they treat the anxiety and they give you a pill. And so I've been on medication for that. And I've talked about how it did not get down to the root issue of what was actually causing the anxiety in the first place, what was actually causing me to spiral and what's actually causing me to feel this way. And so what is my body actually responding to? Is it a thought? Is it that blood sugar? Is it that I'm not eating enough? Am I not sleeping enough? Is it what I'm consuming in other ways like social media or the news or TV or whatever else it is? So sorry, I did not mean to get off on that tangent, but mental health is so interwoven with other areas of our lives. It can often feel like really, really tangled webs and it is very complicated. And so I think the church, especially at least it's been, it has been my experience growing up and what I have heard and been surrounded with this narrative of, we just don't have enough faith. You're just not praying enough. You're just not reading your Bible enough because we talked in the Bible study the other night about how, you know, I, we've been reading our Bibles and we still feel anxious. We pray and we do the things, you know, and we're not just go sit in the pew on a Sunday morning or whatever it is, the auditorium and, seeing and listen to the preacher and then we move on about our week and our days we we are we are Jesus followers who still struggle with anxiety and so i don't know if that's you and maybe you've never heard it put like that or you know maybe you just feel some relief to know maybe there's something else going on i think the enemy definitely uses that and has used it as a foothold to where it like keeps you or me specifically because personal experience. I'll just speak from that. It, it He has kept me in guilt and shame thinking, well, you're just not a good Christian. You are not a good person. You don't have enough faith. You're not praying enough. And so then it becomes this list kind of like of religious activity that I'm trying to do to earn favor and to really get rid of all the anxiety that's inside of me. Because maybe if I pray harder and pray more and read more of the scripture and try to spend more time with God, then maybe this will go away. But I'm not understanding, hey, your body just doesn't really process or respond well to processed sugars and refined carbs and things like crackers, cookies, chips, candy, donuts, brownies, cookies, all the things that I love. And it could just be that simple. Could it be that simple that I just need to cut that out of what I'm consuming and my nutrition and pay a little more attention to that? Could that ease the anxiety? And I've found for me, and this is a process for everybody, it's a journey for everybody and everybody's factors and contributors and your triggers are all different. So I'm not saying this is for everyone. For me, I have found that when I pay attention to what I'm putting into my body, especially the way I'm nourishing my body through nutrition and food, that makes a world of difference. And it has nothing to do with my faith. It has nothing to do with my faith. But then how it does come full circle to my faith is, okay, Kaysen, now you know how this affects you. Now you know how this makes you feel. Are you going to continue to make the choice to feed yourself things and literally put into your body things that you know are going to put you in a negative headspace and cause that anxiety and make it worse? That is another episode for another day because it's something that I've been battling through for like, well, the time that this airs, it would have been a couple months ago, but it's been a struggle for a while and I've been going back and forth about a lot of things there and we're going to get into it. So don't worry, it is a future episode coming. So all of that to say, this is never going to be a place where I'm going to say, trust God more. Your anxiety is coming from a place of lack of trust, lack of faith. I guess it could be, but I don't know that. And to make a generalized statement, especially from a podium or as a a pastor of a church, is very, very damaging and hurtful. And it it, it is just messed with me 
growing up in my faith. And I'm, I don't know, maybe you've heard the same um, within the church world. So that is a very important tangent and soapbox that I will stand on every single time, every single day that it comes up because it's so near and dear to my heart. So now we're going to actually get into the word and let's see what scripture actually says, which to just kind of circle back in full circle, make make this all full circle. This came from a, a note in my study Bible. So that even goes to show that the the people who create these study Bibles, they are men, they are humans, they're fallible, and their interpretation of a verse, although they may be way more educated than me or, you know, way, be a Bible scholar or whatever it is, we just always have to be discerning and know that, hey, this is someone else's interpretation of Scripture and what the Word says, and we always have to go to it for ourselves, read it firsthand. Even what you hear here, here on the show Go to the word and see what God is saying and what what does it say to you? Like the Bible says one thing, yes, but God is going to reveal different things to different people in different ways. So let's turn to scripture now. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Romans 12 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Colossians 3 verse 2 says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And 2 Timothy 1 7 says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Let's pray. God, thank you for peace that passes understanding. Thank you for the peace that we have access to through Jesus. Help us to keep our minds steadfast on you. Help us to trust you as we turn to you. May our anxieties fade away. Show us your glory. Show us your power. Show us your goodness in our lives. Even now, even today, in whatever we do, wherever we go, we are so grateful for the Holy Spirit who lives in us, who gives us power, love, discipline, and self-control. Show us how to navigate anxiety and overwhelming thoughts, heavy thoughts. We rejoice because we know that you are with us always. Show us your presence in a tangible way today. We believe you are with us here and now. Reveal yourself to us and cultivate a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving that points not only our hearts to you, but encourages others to do the same thing as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode and post it to Instagram. Tag me at Hey It's Kaysen. Let me know you're listening. You can also send me a message. Let me know if gratitude is a new thing you're trying to do more often or if you are a regular when it comes to practicing gratitude and what that looks like for you. I would love to hear from you. I love hearing from you. And I'm just so thankful that we're on this journey together of learning what it means to pursue Christ in all seasons, the good, the bad, the hard, easy, and everything in between. I am thankful for you and I will see you back here next week.